When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. No, I always liked you, Dom. You were always the best of them. The best damn producer from Timbuktu to Portland, Maine. Or Portland, Oregon, for that matter. Nate Abarea here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio. Just paying a little homage to my producer. Does he really exist or am I going crazy? All work and no play makes Nate a dull show host. Final night in Hollywood last night. And what did we do? We watched The Shining, an outdoor movie theater. That was quite the experience. And we've got quite the show for you here in the last World Soccer Talk Radio episode coming to you live from Hollywood, California. We'll be heading up to Santa Barbara at the conclusion of this episode. Slowly meandering back up north. We made it all the way down to the Mexican border and San Diego and back up to Los Angeles, hanging out in Hollywood. Then we'll be to Santa Barbara. Slowly but surely, we'll be heading back up to the far northern reaches of this Golden State. Santa Barbara, the next stop on the map. But what a show we've got for you today. Quite the well-rounded show. We're heading to Euskaleria and Scotland and Belfast. That's right. Ewan McTeer, author of Abar the Brave, is going to be with us. A Scotsman who has fallen in love with Basque soccer. So much so that he wrote a mighty fine book that's going to be hitting Amazon and all sorts of other good American book sources here in just a few days. So we'll talk all about the book Abar the Brave. You know the story, Abar, an incredible tale of a tiny, and I mean microscopic little team that made it all the way up to La Liga, and they're still kicking around doing their thing, making so many Basque people, whether they are in the north of Spain, the south of France, or anywhere around the world, making anybody with any Basque lineage oh so proud. We'll talk about Abar the Brave, and we'll talk about some interesting collect connections between Euskaleria and Scotland, maybe how the Basques view the Spanish. Does it all parallel the relationship between the Scots and the English? A little bit later in the show, Greg Lalas of MLSsoccer.com will be with us. We'll talk with Greg about how a professional footballer became the editor-in-chief of MLSsoccer.com. Greg Lalas, in case you didn't know, the editor-in-chief of MLSsoccer.com. We'll break down the MLS Cup playoffs. We'll talk about what MLSsoccer.com has got in store as far as special playoff coverage. We'll talk a little bit about NYCFC. How would Greg sum up 
the first NYCFC season. And we'll talk about my favorite storyline going into these MLS Cup playoffs, the Canadian trifecta. Three Canadian teams in the league, three Canadian teams in the MLS Cup playoffs. Ewan McTeer and Greg Lalas with us in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Dom Jimenez, the best producer that money can buy. Take us to break, sir. See the world's best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go. Watch select live matches on your smartphone, on your tablet, and on your computer. Get the app, get the games, and get your fix. Live soccer and more. Anytime, anywhere. Sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at SoccerOnDish.com. Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate Flooring for just $2.29 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 a square foot. So, let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives, with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak Laminate for $2.29, now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Com. Cheers. They're out there. Gunk, corrosion, and wear. Relentlessly preying on engines. But new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline provides unbeatable protection from gunk and corrosion. And superior protection against wear. For the best total engine protection you can get. Stay ahead of engine threats with new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline today. It's the Yellow Tag Event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can-Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can-Am Spider, or carving snow on a Ski-Doo snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute. Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Where are you from, mate? Just around. Welcome back in to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Leave us a review on iTunes if you would. It really helps us out. Let us know what you think of the show. Leave that review on iTunes and get at me, Nate Abarea, at Nate W. ST and get it all of us on Twitter at 
World Soccer Talk. Got a true Glaswegian voice who has basically been adopted as as an honorary Basque talking to us from Belfast. Talk about well-rounded geographically. He is the author of Abar the Brave, a book that will be hitting American shelves here in just a few days. Cannot wait to talk about this thing with Ewan McTeer. Ewan, thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, before we get into the book specifically, talk about how you fell in love with Basque soccer and, and how this relationship between a, a man from Glasgow and, and Basque soccer really came to be. Yeah, well, it, it really started the other way around. Um, Basque soccer fans really fell in love with Scotland, and that's where that's where the relationship started. About 10 years ago, I read in the main Scottish newspaper on a Sunday uh, that this team, Ibar, was really close to winning promotion to Spain's top division, ultimately they didn't. Um, but the reason it was in the Scottish newspapers was because their main fan club is called Escocia La Brava, which translates to Scotland the Brave. Um, so I always had a, an interest in, in what was going on with them, keeping an eye out on the, the latest results. And then two seasons ago, they did the unthinkable and won promotion to La Liga. So I really fell even more in love with them and checked them out. The name of, of that supporters group, it, it brings yeah. a, a, a smile to my face. And we were talking about this actually between us a couple of days ago. And, and, and before we get, in, get into the book, I, I want you to touch on this. The yeah. similarities that, that both of us see between the Basque country and Scotland, and, and specifically in relation to how the Basque relates to the, the Spanish mainland and, and Spain as a nation historically, how Scotland relates to England historically and all the way into the modern day and aspirations for, for independence. Talk about that a little bit, how that furthers the connection and, and the love between uh, Scotsmen and, and the Basques. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't make up the similarities, really. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how... How similar the attitudes are. I mean, you know, you look at Scotland and the Basque country, they're both in the north of the country, got a real uh, working class background, rains a lot. Um, there's a lot of similarities and one of them is kind of looking, looking down at the sort of posh, snobby uh, folks in the south, which is the same in Scotland, looking down at, at England sometimes and it's the same in the Basque country and also the same in Catalonia and Galicia as well. They, they have that similar northern a mentality. Now, Ewan, let's get into Abar the Brave. Talk about how this thing really came about and how the how the project started uh, started kicking off and, and eventually flourishing all the way to publishing. Yeah, well, as I'm sure many of your listeners will know, um, Abar won promotion to La Liga two seasons ago, but they were such a small club. I mean, the, the club uh, comes from a town of 27,000 people, which is smaller by three times than Barcelona's Camp Nou Stadium. Uh, Iber Stadium only has four, uh, well now it has 5,000 seats, um, but before that it was even even smaller. And uh, yeah, this this team achieved promotion, but they were considered too small to to be admitted straight forward into the league. So they had to raise some capital and they, they started a crowdfunding campaign. People from all over the world uh, sympathised with their cause and, and bought themselves a share and I was one of them. And at that time, I was thinking, well, wouldn't it be great to read a, a book about this team and find out some more about this this club that I now own a tiny little part of? Um, but there wasn't one. Um, and after some thinking, I thought, well, 
why don't why don't I write it and and have this book in English talking about this fantastic club? You and what were some of the most enjoyable parts for you of uh, of creating the book? Uh, most enjoyable parts were were getting out over to the Basque Country and also to a few of the away games with them. Um, I think one of the most enjoyable was the second last game of the season where they ha- they couldn't afford to lose or they'd be relegated and they managed to get an equaliser. And this was at Hitafe Stadium um, in the centre of Madrid. And I think we went so crazy that we broke about a dozen seats in the stands. <laughs> and we were all kind of crumpled up on the floor with... And when we got back up, we had no seats, so we had to spend the rest of the game sort of standing on the metal beam where the seats uh, should have been. Um, and also, it was a very lovely Spanish sunny day, so that was that was one of the top memories. You know, and one of the things that I've heard from people who, who've gotten some sneak peeks uh, mm-hmm. at this book is that there is such an authentic flavor within. You really feel the Basque country on on a soccer level and on on just a broader cultural level in this book. Who really who really helped you with that? Who who were the people that that were the main influence in terms of bringing that true Basque flavor to these pages within Abar the Brave? Um, for that, I really owe that to members of the, the Escocia La Brava band group. Um, when I went over, they, they met me the first time when I went to, to Eibar, showed me around the stadium, which, I mean, the club was so relaxed. The stadium door was just unlocked. You could just walk in. Uh, it's very that relaxed nature. Uh, they showed me around the stadium, took me out for, for dinner, for a few drinks, of course, as well. And um, bit by bit, you got to, to meet people. And it's such a small town that everybody knows everybody's name. You know, you'd be walking down the street and they'd introduce me to someone else, you know, their, their friend's mother. Uh, hey, we meet this guy from Scotland. It's just a very familiar family atmosphere. And, and some of the players I spoke to told me that as well. I mean, they said they'd be walking down the street going to buy some bread or something like that. And all the, the, the people in the town would, you know, not being asking for signatures and autographs, but just giving them a heads up saying, hey, how's your day going? Have a good one. We'll see you at the weekend. Hope you win. Just a very kind of familiar um, atmosphere. And this season they have a, a player from Japan who, who doesn't speak any English or any Basque or any Spanish, so he's uh, <laughs> he's really struggling a little bit. But even walking down the street, they'll just give him a wave and sort of trying to welcome him in as, as much as they can. And I'm sure if they had enough time, they'd learn Japanese for him, but that may be going a bit too extreme. <laughs> well, uh, it would definitely speak to the uh, the kindness of the Basque people. I'm sure there's uh, there are there are a few who are already uh, studying their Japanese so they can uh, communicate better with that player. What I is that player's so. name, by the way? Uh, in Inui. Inui. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, uh, yeah. Any of you Abar fans out there, you know, write, write a nice letter in Japanese to uh, make them feel at home. Teach them a little Basque. Do a little uh, Japanese Basque Spanish translation for them. Help them out. It would definitely speak to the uh, the character of not only the Abar fans but but so many uh, within Basque soccer. And before we head to a break here, uh, in in the two minutes before we gotta gotta head to break here, you and one of the most amazing stories or I think really really visuals the, the the visuals the sounds that you get from these games are when the when the two titans of of Spanish football come to to Abar for a match and it, it, it's in La Liga it's not like this is some cup tie you know in in England the, the magic of the Africa. no this is a, a a league match in in La Liga where Real Madrid and Barcelona both have to come to this 5,000-seat stadium in a town of 27,000 to play a match. We're talking Cristiano Ronaldo. We're talking Lionel Messi coming to not only the Basque Country, but coming to this tiny little mountain town to play the match. Talk about what those particular games mean to the people of Abar. Uh, 
I mean, they, they really mean so much uh, they, to have the world media looking at, at this town. And it is the world media. I mean, you know how big these clubs are. They have fans all over the world who have never heard of Ibar. And they not only get to meet fans from, from Barcelona and from Madrid, but they get to, to speak to media from, from Africa, from Asia, uh, from the USA as well, of course. And uh, it really boosts their, their profile, something that they couldn't, they couldn't get if they, if they were in a different league. Ewan, what do you think the thoughts have been from uh, from Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, and and that ilk? What's their experience been like playing in a in a game at Avar? Well, the day Barcelona played, it was one of the rainiest days I think of, of the season. So they were playing in proper rainy conditions. The dressing room is your old style. I think there's a uh, high school dressing rooms which are uh, a bit more advanced than this one. So I think it was really going back to the roots for these players that are used to the luxurious conditions of a World Cup or the Camp Nou. Um, it was really down to grassroots. Oh, absolutely. Ewan McTeer, the author of Abar the Brave, is with us here in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio, continuing this conversation on the other side of this break and doing a little comparing and contrasting, continuing this this idea of the similarities between Euskaleria, the Basque Country, and Scotland. We're back after this. World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. best matches live wherever you are with Fox Soccer to go watch select live matches on your smartphone on your tablet and on your computer get the app get the games and get your fix live soccer and more anytime anywhere sign up to watch the Bundesliga and Champions League at soccerondish.com they're out there. Gunk, corrosion, and wear. Relentlessly preying on engines. But new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline provides unbeatable protection from gunk and corrosion. And superior protection against wear. For the best total engine protection you can get. Stay ahead of engine threats with new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline today. If you're a soccer fan and you want to cut the cord and watch more of the beautiful game, NGSN may be the online streaming service you're looking for, freesoccertrial.com. With NGSN, you get live, legal, and on-demand access to matches from the Eredivisie, J-League from Japan, K-League from Korea, Argentina's Primera Division, Portugal, Ecuador, Russian Premier League, as well as leagues from Bolivia, Venezuela, and more. The games are in HD, and commentaries are available in your choice of English or Spanish. And this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the U.S. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 30-day trial to NGSN. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. It's the Yellow Tag Event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can-Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can-Am Spider, or carving snow on a Ski-Doo snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. 
Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute. Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak laminate flooring for just $2.29 a square foot. Basic installation is just $0.89 a square foot. So let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood. Let's do this with Pergo XP Haley Oak laminate for $2.29. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet. Welcome back into World Soccer Talk Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abaurea, talking to you from Hollywood, California, and on the line with us from Belfast with the Glaswegian voice with a Basque love, the author of Abar the Brave, Ewan McTeer. Ewan and I were talking about uh, an amazing game that involved a Basque side that actually took place over 14 years ago. It's, it's a game that is near and dear to my heart would be an understatement because it's one of the wildest finals of, of all time, whether I was a neutral or supporting one of these teams. But the fact that, as many of you know, I'm a, a diehard Liverpool supporter. And in 2001, you might remember in the UEFA Cup final, Liverpool made it all the way to the final. And who did they match up against? against but a tiny little Basque side called Alavez. And so I was so conflicted going into that game, going, God, I, I want to root for the for the Basque minnows, but I can't I can't root against my Reds. And that ended up being one of the greatest European finals of all time. Liverpool won it five four on the golden goal, an own goal in uh, in in extra time. I think it was about like three minutes away from going into penalties. Liverpool five, Alavez four. Ewan, you've got some very interesting stories uh, about about that match and how it ties back to Abar, the club that, that you cover so much and have, have written this book about. Please please share this story with the listeners. Yeah, well, much like you've been conflicted with who to support for that game, uh, the assistant manager for Alaves uh, was a Mr. Gary Tannell, whose son would go on to achieve fame with uh, STI Abar. Um, but... His son, Gaisca Garitano, was a big, big Liverpool fan like yourself. He adored Jamie Carragher. Um, and so he was conflicted like yourself as to who's, who to support his dad's team, the Bass team, or to support uh, the Liverpool team that he that he really supported. Um, I don't He's never admitted to who he actually rooted for. Uh, but <laughs> given that given that Liverpool won, I, I hope he at least told the, his father that he'd, he'd backed Alaves. What do you think the, the, the reasons were for the, the basically, I don't want to overstate this, but the plummet of, of a side like Alaves that we haven't heard much from ever since that, that UEFA Cup final back in 2001? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's a bit like what will inevitably happen to Ibar as much as we don't want it to. It's just they're a bit too small. Um, La Liga is, is so filled with, with big teams, with, with teams of money, teams of massive fan bases. Um, that a small team can never can never consistently keep themselves up there. And if you look at the teams that have, have never got relegated from La Liga, it's Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Athletic Bilbao, which tells you everything you need to know. Um, there's, you really have to be one of the giants if you've been consistently achieving that league. Um, and unfortunately, Alaves uh, sunk, sunk all the way down to the, the third division. But at the moment, uh, I think they're in the playoff places for 
contesting promotion back to La Liga next season, which would be wonderful. Well, uh, if you want a nice little trip down uh, Liverpool memory lane, down Basque football memory lane, or down just glorious European final memory lane, be sure to YouTube that one, the 2001 UEFA Cup final at Zivestvallenstadion in Dortmund. And a German, fittingly, opened the scoring that night for Liverpool. I could, I could go on and on about that match. What a season that was for Liverpool. And it tied back to, to Basque soccer. And I want to go back to something now, Ewan, that, that we were talking about in the first segment and that we were talking about a few days ago uh, uh, between ourselves. And that is this, these amazing similarities between Scotland and, and the Basque country and, and how, they, you know, how, how Scotland relates to England and how the Basque country relates to Spain. There's... there's this idea of of football as this almost church like place and and that the stadium is is a a cathedral you know and it's the church and and there's always this age old thing in so many areas of the world and and here in the states and and places in europe that that church and state should always be separate and people kind of have that view on on a footballing level that you know politics should never mention never uh blend in with with the soccer. Quite to the contrary, in, in the Basque country. Speak to that a little bit in your experiences with how the Basque culture of, of resistance and, and revolution, how it ties in to the way they support their football teams. Well, you're right. I mean, it really, it really does. The, I mean, there's a, and it's, it, would be, it would be false to say that the majority of Basques support independence. That's, that's never been put to a vote, so um, we can't. We can't know if, if they do or not, but there's, there's undeniable that there are large sections of fast football fans that want independence from the rest of Spain. And you see that in the, in the stadiums across the Basque country, uh, in San Mamés and Bilbao and Nanueta and in uh, San Sebastian, where people will have banners and flags supporting the idea of independence from, uh, from the rest of Spain. But in the last couple of years, uh, La Liga has really Calm down on that. And now when people enter a stadium, particularly in the Basque country, uh, the security officers will check every single scarf, every single flag, check if it has any uh, forbidden political messages. And I think that's a shame. It's it's not always nice to see politics and football mix, uh, but to see it separated so uh, forcefully is also, I think that's even worse in, in many ways. Now, in addition, uh, you and to, to your work with, with Ibar and, and with, with the book, talk about your relationship with, with Basque football as a whole and covering the likes of, of Bilbao and, and Sociedad and, and Osasuna, no matter, what, no matter what division they're in, whether they're dropping down from La Liga or they're, they're racing for, for European spots. Talk about your relationship with all the Basque teams and what you do in that regard. Yeah, well, with, uh, with all the Basque teams put together, I have been running a, a bass football blog which again is very almost far too niche uh, for for most people but there are a lot of fans of bass football and the rivalry between the bass teams is is quite a friendly one it's almost a brotherly one where even between Atletico Bilbao and Real Sociedad the two biggest teams traditionally in the Basque country their the rivalry has never been very uh, fierce or violent there have been episodes but they're quite friendly and it's not unknown for bass teams to root for the other team, if one is doing particularly well in European competition or has a chance to uh, win La Liga, because they'd much rather one of their fellow Basque teams won La Liga ahead of Barcelona, Real Madrid, um, and they do they do support uh, 
each other a little bit. So I've, I've been writing this basketball, following these teams of BT Anueta, where we are associated that play, the Sam Mamez, the new Sam Mamez, which is lovely, where Atletico Val played. And just seeing the passion from all these fans and seeing when they come together. And when they play these these uh, uh, derby matches, it's it's kind of like American sports where the fans are all put together in, in the one stand. There is no away section for these games. Uh, the fans mingle with each other because even within particular families, uh, some will support Athletic, some will support Real Sociedad, and you can see the mix of it across the stadium, uh, which I think is nice to see. It's a, it's a sort of sibling kind of rivalry. Absolutely, Ewan. We had uh, we had Guillaume Balaguer on the show a few weeks ago, and we talked all about uh, the, these aspirations for Catalonian uh, independence and, and how yeah. it ties back on a on a footballing level to to the giants of of not only Spanish football but world soccer uh, that that are Barcelona that, that that is that club. How does that all tie back to the Basque people? And when you talk about, you know, the, the, the Basque supporting each other, there's always been this almost divine relationship between the Catalonians and, and the Basque people. Talk about how the Basques are viewing what's going on right now on a cultural level, but tying it back to a, to a footballing level with what's going on with Catalonia and, and with Barcelona. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of Basques are looking across the Catalonia with a bit of jealousy. Uh, the fact that they've been able to to hold an election, um, although there's uh, a bit of resistance from Madrid, uh, to put it lightly, they're, they're jealous that Catalonia has taken this vote. Uh, a lot of people, whether they support independence or not, would like the chance to to vote on that in the Basque country. And because they can't, they, they do take to football uh, a lot of people to to show their support for independence in front of the Spanish La Liga cameras because there are a few other places where they can they can show that support and just uh, just last December uh, Catalonia and the Basque country played each other in a friendly uh, football match um, neither neither country has an official FIFA recognised team uh, because Spain covers both those regions but they are allowed to play friendly matches uh, and quite often they play each other because they're always looking for other teams to play and if other countries are they're sort of apprehensive to play either of those sides because they don't get the FIFA ranking points that are so sought after. So it's hard for them to find opponents. And they played each other three times in the last 10 years. And in these games, the support for independence is, is momentous. The, the flags and the supports and the chance that you see at these games are, are unbelievable. You and we've got about 90 seconds left here with you. I've greatly enjoyed having you on the show. And uh, why don't we let folks know how they can get a hold of this book, A Bar the Brave? Yeah, well, A Bar the Brave will be on Amazon and in some bookstores across uh, the United States from uh, later in the week. Um, you can order on Amazon and via Pitch Publishing, which is the publishers on their own website as well. And uh, Ewan, before we let you go, any folks that you'd like to thank? Because we, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show and the supporters uh, uh, within the club and the town itself. Any any specific individuals you'd like to thank as far as uh, helping with the creation of this thing? Yeah, those guys in the fan group deserve uh, massive thanks, as do everyone involved with the club. Uh, that access to the players, to uh, everyone in the, the offices, they, they really helped, and particularly journalists as well, that gave me a bit of advice, as this was my first book game, Balagay being one of them, he gave me a, a good 15 minutes of his time uh, to help me with this. So there's, there's far too many people to name, but they know who they are. 
you and McTeer. Look forward to uh, seeing you in Belfast or, or Glasgow someday, and then maybe we'll uh, make a little jaunt out to the Basque country. Really appreciate your time, man. We can do that. Thanks for having me. Again, that was Ewan McTeer. Check out the book, Abar the Brave. We're back with Greg Lalas of MLSsoccer.com after this, right here on World Soccer Talk Radio, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Right now, the Home Depot has Pergo XP Haley Oak laminate flooring for just $2.29 a square foot basic installation is just 89 cents a square foot so let's lay down a floor that stands up to our lives with double the durability of regular laminate and just as beautiful as real wood let's do this with pergo xp haley oak laminate for 229 now at the home depot more saving more doing u.s only installation offer valid on laminates over 150 square foot with minimum purchase of 250 square feet Plaster is a portable spittoon and the ultimate accessory for smokeless tobacco users. It's easy to conceal in a pocket and discreet enough to be used in public without unwanted attention. You can palm it, twist the top, and empty your mouth in one smooth motion. Available in an extensive selection of sleek designs, Plasters feature the exclusive thumb lock twist cap for one-handed use. This innovation virtually eliminates the risk of spills, making it ideal where you are on the go. It's great for NASCAR races, hunting, fishing, and more. Visit Flasser.com or call 1-800-476-5608. They're out there. Gunk, corrosion, and wear. Relentlessly preying on engines. But new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline provides unbeatable protection from gunk and corrosion. And superior protection against wear. For the best total engine protection you can get. Stay ahead of engine threats with new Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline today. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Wait till something happens to your family or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote. 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll free. 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. It's the Yellow Tag Event, and now is the time to find your ultimate adventure. Whether you're hitting the trails with a Can-Am ATV or side-by-side, the open road on a Can-Am Spider, or carving snow on a Ski-Doo snowmobile, you can turn up the excitement for any season with our industry-leading performance and technology. Hurry into your local dealer by October 31st and save up to $3,000 on select 2015 models and get up to a three-year warranty. Restrictions may apply. See your dealer for details. For safety and training info, contact the ATV Safety Institute. Forty thousand Liverpool fans inside here hold their breath. Hundreds of thousands hold their breath on Merseyside. It's Xabi Alonso for three. Three is safe, and Alonso follows it in. 
wonderful! You're listening to World Soccer Talk Radio with your host, Nada Barea, on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to World Soccer Talk Radio here on the aforementioned Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Shabby Alonso, come on back to Liverpool. He says he likes Jurgen Klopp, and as you know, Klopp mania has swept the Premier League, and now the normal one faces the special one Saturday. Mouthwater and clash, Chelsea, Liverpool, live from the bridge. That's right. Add, add Z before everything now with Klopp involved. To add even more excitement to the drama, I would like to personally invite you to join Liverpool fans Chris and Paul from the most popular LFC YouTube channel, the Red Men TV, as they bring you their live audio during the game only on Rabble.tv, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Red Men TV taking you through the Blues and the Reds on Rabble.tv. With Rabble, you know how it works. Tune into the game on TV, press the mute button, and head over to Rabble to listen to the Red Men on your desktop, your iOS, Android app, or through your mobile browser. Plus, join in by posting your questions or observations in the comments section. Be a part of this thing or create your own broadcast. Call one of your team's games. Doesn't matter the league. Doesn't matter the sport. You want to call a World Series game. You want to call an MLS Cup playoff match. You want to go back to the Premier League. You can do it all on Rabble.tv. Sign up for free today. Try it out. And again, join the Red Men this Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, Rabble.tv, where it's your team and your call. Cheers to the Red Men TV for joining the Rabolution. Cannot wait to check that one out this weekend. Klopp Mania, Jose versus Jurgen. Huge thank you to Ewan McTeer for joining us in that last segment and the one prior. Check out the book, Abar the Brave. And it is now a privilege to welcome into the show the editor-in-chief of MLSsoccer.com, Mr. Greg Lalez. Greg, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, talk about what MLSsoccer.com has in store for these MLS Cup playoffs that we now have on our hands. Well, there's a lot going on. And, and by the way, before we even get started, I would like to um, congratulate you on coining Rabolution as a word. Because <laughs> uh, I like that. Uh, I'm going to have to check into Rabble TV myself or Rabble.tv myself. Anyway, um, MLSsoccer.com. Uh, we got a ton going on, obviously. The playoffs are kicking off tonight uh, with the D.C. United-New England game at 7.30 um, in the knockout round, which is the single elimination, do or die. Um, so we have you know, full coverage of everything that's going on in the playoffs, um, including a live uh, pregame show each match night. So let's say pre-match slate show, um, but it's basically pregame show uh, with uh, Thomas Rongan, my old coach way back when, back in the Tampa Bay Mutiny days when uh, that club still existed. Um, as well as special guests. For example, tonight uh, we've got Ned Grabovoy from New York City FC joining us to break it all down ahead of everything happening. So, um, you know, a lot going on. There's a lot of excitement around here about these games. Um, I think everybody is still buzzing uh, coming out of Decision Day and looking forward to Toronto's revisit to Montreal tomorrow. you know, it's almost like it's almost like the massive Seattle LA game tonight has, you know, is very quiet considered compared to this Toronto Montreal game. Well, I'm looking forward to all these games. I'm also looking forward to uh, Thomas Rongan bow ties being a part of uh, MLS Cup playoff coverage. <laughs> Love the shout outs to the Tampa Bay Mutiny, and hey, you transitioned perfectly into what I wanted to talk about with you next, and that is 
the Canadian trifecta going in to the MLS Cup playoffs. Everybody focusing on on Toronto FC making making the playoffs for for the first time in ever. And then you have the the, the Drogba led impact. You have the the strong Whitecaps. You have three Canadian teams in this league. All three of them have reached the postseason. Talk about what that means for for the league on on a cultural level and our relationship with our neighbors to the north in in Major League Soccer. Well, it's obviously a watershed moment for not just for MLS, but also for soccer in Canada. You know, the, like, Canadian soccer has, uh, in general, uh, struggled over the last couple of decades in terms of what it's done on the international stage. You know, it hasn't made the World Cup since 1986, and um, and they're trying, and they're going to keep trying. Um, and there's some real momentum now with the clubs, uh, in particular, um, that are doing very, very well. Uh, the Drogba effect in Montreal is palpable. You cannot sort of escape uh, the energy that he brings to that team, to that stadium, to that city, even when it comes to soccer. Um, so that's impressive. What Jovinko has been able to do with Toronto is nothing short of almost miraculous, I think. You know, who knew that it would be this guy from Juventus that comes over and makes all the difference for a club that was looking for that difference maker. Um, you know, that goal he scored uh, against the New York Red Bulls after stepping off the plane after playing with Italy in uh, qualifying it said everything about him. That He told the coach before the game, he said, I'm ready to go. He said he was ready to go for 90 minutes. Um, you know, and he got on the field and did his thing and scored that goal. Um, and I think it's funny. We're all focused on the Montreal-Toronto game, but what Vancouver's done this year, very quietly in a weird way, um, despite coming in second place in the Western Conference, but they very quietly put together a very good team in a traditional sort of MLS way. They have a core, and it's the core that's really doing all the work. This up the spine for that team, very, very good, whether you're talking about center back Kendall Waston starting with goalkeeper uh, David Osted, who's had a terrific season, and then you continue up the middle. Uh, I think Matias Laba is a terrific player and lots of fun to watch. And then these sort of speedy guys all around to do the damage. Um, it, it, so, as I said, sort of watershed moment for Canadian club soccer. Uh, I think the next step is how will that translate into success for the Canadian national team as they continue in qualifying for the World Cup. I'm with you on the Whitecaps. Uh, most definitely got to see them uh, at Avaya Stadium taking on the uh, San Jose Earthquakes a few weeks back. And they, they've They're very got the, fast, aren't they? they well, they've, they've got the backbone. They've got yep. the, the, the midfield cojones. They've got that strength, <laughs> that attitude. But then they've got these guys flying up and down the wings. And so they're, they're a well-rounded bunch. I very much look forward to seeing what Vancouver is going to do in these playoffs. Hey, I want to get back to these MLS Cup playoffs here in a moment and focus on on the positives here but I have to ask you about one team from Major League Soccer this year it was a a, a big circus in the Bronx I speak of course mm-hmm. of NYC FC I'll, I'll just throw it right to you Greg how would you sum up the the debut season of NYC FC in Major League Soccer um entertaining uh, I think is the way I would put it you know for everything the the drama that started off from the very beginning with uh with Lampard and, you know, was he coming, was he not coming, was he staying with Man City and everything, uh, all the way through to when Pirlo ended up signing and then the team making a run. And, you know, if you were to say in September that this team might actually be looking at making a run toward the playoffs, they were starting to play really well. David Villa scored, what, 18, 17, 18 goals on the season. There aren't, you know, too many players in the league that did that. And so, you know, 
for an expansion team to come in and bring the energy and the entertainment value that they brought, I think, says a lot. Um, the crowds were terrific up at Yankee Stadium, um, and they held. You know, it wasn't just this sort of, um, you know, curiosity that brought them out sort of early on. They held. And I can tell you, because I live in New York, and there was New York City FC gear all over the place. Um, and so it was very, very impressive to see. Uh, circus is a good word in that I love, go- I love going to the circus. It's entertaining, right? You've got everything that's going on in the circus. The question for them, I think, is now what do they learn from year one that they then can apply to year two and year three and year four, of course. But, you know, first let's start with year one. Um, you know, and there's speculation out there about Jason Christ and whether he's the right person for the job and, and, you know, whether he will keep his job. Personally, I think that, you know, this is a a good coach who is just starting to build something. And if, you know, if the thought is to think long-term, I don't believe that you make a change uh, at this point because this is year one for the club. I mean, there aren't many year one clubs that are going to, you can't expect them to win MLS Cup. It's a lot harder to build a club than that. So, um, and I honestly think that the, the fans don't necessarily have that sense that they were supposed to win it all. Um, I think that there's maybe some, you know, talk from fans that are maybe abroad that don't really understand MLS and the difficulty of succeeding MLS because they see the big names. But, you know, I think internally and domestically there's a sense of they did very well for year one. Now let's see how they build on that. Um, you know, Greg, when you you, you, talk, you talk about learning things, and yeah. I got to ask this is this is the last question on on NYCFC. Then I want to yeah. get back to to the playoffs. But in in hindsight, do you think uh, the folks at NYC and and the folks at at the league office uh, do you, do you feel like they wish that they would have done things differently in regards to Frank Lampard? What did they learn uh, through through the the Frank Lampard fiasco and all that went with it? Well, I think they learned that you know people care. This is, you know, think about all of the, the talk and the, the rancor that we saw digitally or on social media and everything after Lampard said he was going to stay at Manchester City um, and after that was announced. This was people caring about a club that had never played a game. So I think the lesson is that, you know, people care about that. Was it the right decision to have him stay at Manchester City and finish the season there? Who knows? Hindsight like that is going to be 2020 on, on how it all works. I would have loved to see him start the season, uh, you know, actually get some rest and then come in for a proper preseason and be integrated into the club. And I think that Jason Kreiss and other people at the club would say a similar thing. Um, you know, the fact that it didn't happen, there are always sort of, you know, bigger things at play that can get in the way of maybe your best laid plans. But ultimately, you have to make your adjustments. Um, by the end, you know, it's interesting. Once we saw Lampard getting healthy a little bit and getting fit, I guess, not healthy, but fit, he started to play a little better. Toward down the stretch, he started to, to have more of an impact on that team. Uh, I am very curious to see what happens with him next year once he has a full offseason to rest. Um, and I think that that's vital. Uh, we saw it with Villa. He had time to rest. He was able to come in fresh and do some real damage. Um, even Jovinko, people are talking about Jovinko maybe going on loan somewhere in the offseason, but he's not. He's talking about, I want to rest. And we don't even think about enough about how these guys really need to rest. So I think for New York City, 
I think it is maybe a lesson learned in terms of making sure that you are thinking through all of the various factors when you're making a decision about a player like Lampard. Um, and hopefully they move forward uh, or continue to move forward based on that. Greg, we've got three minutes left here with you, and a few minutes ago you, you brought up your, your old coach, Thomas Rongen, great friend of the show. Love the shout-out for the old Tampa Bay mutiny. Tell us real quickly how you went from a professional footballer to the editor-in-chief of MLSsoccer.com. Uh, first thing I did was I, I quit playing soccer and bought a motorcycle and rode from Boston to San Francisco. So um, if anybody's out there trying to be an aspiring soccer journalist, that's the first thing they need to do. Uh, second thing, uh, I went back to school. So uh, once once I realized that being a professional soccer player was not exactly going to pay the bills for me, given that uh, as much as Thomas was very kind and respectful as a coach uh, for me, he was <laughs> he knew that in order to keep winning, he was never going to play me all that much. And, and really, there was no coach that was going to. I was... Uh, I was a professional soccer player in name only. Uh, I didn't really play all that much, so I sat on the bench. Um, and once I realized that, I went back to school, and uh, I got a degree in writing, and, and then just started from there in terms of getting into journalism as much as possible. But I had spent two years in the league, and, and uh, that obviously gave me a unique insight into the way uh, locker rooms work and the way players think and the way coaches and and, uh, and clubs set at their philosophy and their culture. So um, I lucked out, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> so uh, it, it, was a, it was very lucky uh, for me to have been played. It was a privilege to play in this league, and it's, uh, it's a privilege every day to help keep covering it as well. Greg, we've got a little over a minute left here. We, we hear all about the Galaxy, and I know there's the, the big one-match uh, playoff with the Sounders tonight. We hear all about the Sounders. We hear about Clint Dempsey and Obafemi Martins. We hear all about the Supporters' Shield winners, the New York Red Bulls. All right, so, so we hear all about those teams, and it seems as if the majority of, of folks who follow this league like to point at them still as, as the favorites, especially in regards to, to the Red Bulls finally pulling something special off uh, here in, in the postseason. But I want to close by going back to the Canadian teams. I know you got a, a got your eye on Vancouver, and I know TFC and Montreal are going to be going head to head. So, if you had to choose one of the three Canadian teams to win MLS Cup, if you had to put money behind one of those teams, I don't want to get too dicey here. But if uh-huh. you had to make a pick, let's just say, but we'll, we'll be politically correct here: Whitecaps, TFC, or Impact Montreal. Uh, I would say the Impact if I had to pick one, and. And for two reasons, and neither of them named Didier Drogba, actually. Uh, one is that I think Evan Bush is entirely underrated as a goalkeeper and what he's able to do. Um, and the second reason is named Ignacio Piatti, who I think is worth every single dollar Canadian or American that I would pay to watch play. Uh, he is a fantastic player. Um, and, you know, one thing we should actually remember is these guys are battle-tested in the the pressures of a knockout round tournament given what happened earlier in the season in the CONCACAF Champions League. Oh, in the CONCACAF Champions League, without a doubt, with, with so, all the drama yeah. that went in, went into that. No, they are, they are most definitely battle-tested, and I look forward to seeing what Super Nacho can accomplish exactly. uh, come, uh, come Montreal Impact. Speaking of midfield cojones, as you said earlier, that guy's got him. <laughs> so I love that oh, guy. Oh, man, Greg Lalas, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome back on the show anytime. And, uh, hey, real quick, 10 seconds. How can folks uh, get a hold of you on Twitter? Uh, go to at Gajans, G-A-E-T-J-E-N-S, my homage to uh, 
a hero of U.S. soccer over the years, Joe Gagans. Again, that was Greg Lawless, editor-in-chief of MLSsoccer.com. Back after this on World Soccer Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. 64. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. You were the caretaker of this hotel, okay? Hey, huge thank you to Zach and Joshua Corbley here at the Small House Studios in Hollywood, California, for allowing me to do the show from this beautiful location here in the Los Angeles area, living it up Hollywood style, and I'm up to Santa Barbara here in just a few hours. Cannot wait to check out SB. Thanks to the folks down in San Diego as well. Thanks to you and McTeer, Greg Lalas, the engineers, and the gaffer. I'm Nate Abarea. Bye for now.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 